Welcome to Peer Pressure. Today's guest is Gay Advert, sometimes known as Gay Black. She's phoning in from uh, the other side of that pond. We'll talk about old tours, like the Adverts touring with the Damned. Really great recollections. She'll be playing some of the music that she likes now, which may be a surprise to some. We'll also be talking about her artwork, curating some gallery shows. So please stay tuned. Thank you to Lita Martinez for editing the podcast and to Liz Berg for handling all the other podcast duties. We are WFMU. Please stay tuned. I'm going to see if we can get Gay on the line and we'll start our section of peer pressure. Hello. Hello, Diane. Yay! Yay! Awesome! <laughs> that worked! Okay! So far, so good. <laughs> how are you? You are on the air, and uh, how's it going for you? Oh, great, great. Just back from the show in uh, Newcastle, so all, all good here. Yeah, and tell me about, about the show. So it's, a, it's an art show. Is, is it a solo show? Yeah. yeah, it went really well, so um, I look forward to seeing how the rest of it goes. And what's the uh, the gallery that it's at? It's called La Fiesta. It's a kind of art cafe stroke deli. It's in a place called Heaton in Newcastle. Yeah, I, I've been looking for that email because we've had, Gay and I have had many email conversations lately just leading up to today's program. And thank you so much for your, your patience and getting this done. And, you know, the Skype thing is, is kind of funny and we had to work that out. But yeah. um, And she did send me all the information about her art program so let's see let's see so it's um how long is it up till well it's actually longer than on the flyer it's been now extended until the 2nd of october because it'll be closed from the 22nd of august to the 5th of september mm. uh, um uh, it's it's open tuesdays to saturdays 10 till 5 and sundays 11 till 4 in case anybody's going by newcastle well you it's, never it's know it's a lovely place too we've got we've got our we have our people out there I think I want to just get into the music that, which isn't great. Would you like to introduce the first song? Do you have your playlist in front of you? Oh, yeah. It's the okay. same order? Yes, it is. In that case, the first song is Nathakana by 1349. What would you like to say about this song? Well, it's pretty intense. Uh, it's, uh, they really are full on and they're really exciting to see live. And um, I just chose that when it's off an album called Hellfire. I got that quite early on, quite a few years back, and uh, it just really sort of... I was just getting into black metal, the more tuneful bits, and, and I just went all the way when I heard that. And uh, and I love that you're totally into black metal. I, I mean, I'm, and that's just one of those things, like, oh, oh, a woman after my own heart, yay. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I wanted to ask you, because that's primarily your taste in music now, is that right? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Much to the horror of most people I know over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that we all have our, our taste. And I guess I'm just wondering what drew you to that, because I know what drew me to it in terms uh, of just the, the genre and the... Well, I, I first started to hear it. I think Casey Chaos from Amen used to um, bring me over black metal albums, and I'd you know, be listening to them. And then I used to listen to the Radio 1 rock show and... I think satiricon fuel for hatred uh, really sort of me sort of think hello what's this and uh, mm. suddenly I just started going more more that way. Do you see any correlation between like the rawness of black metal and the rawness of early punk? 
or am I looking? Oh, absolutely, yeah, and it's it's pretty marginal, you know. It's a very sort of small but dedicated audience, and, and that's just how punk was when it started, so... Yeah, even though the ethos might be slightly different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's that's really what I, you know, I kind of realized it's like, oh, black metal is sort of the punk of the day. You know, yeah. it's raw and they just do it because they really, really, you know, have the spirit and they're driven, driven to definitely. do it. And, and uh, yeah, I, I do see the correlation. And it's funny because I, you know, I always run across people who just, who really don't straddle that line at all. Like, oh, no, punk was blah, blah, blah you know, kind of thing. And I and I just think that they really go hand in hand in a lot of ways. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Just look at Dark Throne. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you like the last Dark Throne record? Well, yeah, I, I like the early ones best, but mm -hmm. uh, I, like, I like the more recent ones as well. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit more like Motorhead kind of. Uh, yeah, and more so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I believe that you're going to be able to hear this, hear the music on Skype, and I'll come back after this song, which is... Um, all right, I'll come back because I think we, we may have a question from a listener, and it's, I think it's about the gallery. So it's a uh, um, we'll go ba we'll go back to talking about your artwork a little bit after uh, after we hear this from 1349. My guest is Gay Advert, sometimes known as Gay Black. She's naming the tunes for this section of the program. So here's some 1349, and please stay tuned. <laughs> That was an interesting way to start. Gay, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, would you describe some of the artwork that you sort of do? I see on the flyer there's the evil squirrel. And, yeah. Uh, is that a flat object or what is that? He's actually um, a rubber toy with I, I put corpse paint on and uh, <laughs> I sent those things. Uh, and he's in Belgium. Uh, but this this picture is actually a print that's just been done by screen prints that, that they're selling at the show. Uh, you know, can you say that again? You're getting a little a little fuzzy here. It is a bit. Yeah. He 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 doesn't travel well. Oh. So, so uh, there there are prints of him now that for sale instead. I, I'm sorry. You said there's prints of it now. Yeah. Okay. Has gone down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Can you hear that too? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we'll just. Keep on keeping on. And so somebody has a question. They want to know if you will ever be coming to the U.S. and joining Tim, T.B. Smith, doing when he does his advert stuff. Oh, no, no. I don't play music anymore. Okay. Have you, um, when was the last time you played music? 1980. Oh, okay. Interesting. Does that sound better than it does here? Um, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> it doesn't. 
Well, did I hear you right when you said the last time you um, played music was in 1980? About that, yeah. yeah. So there's not going to be any adverts reunion going on? No. Well, I kind of knew that. The <laughs> listeners do want to know. And I did want to know, um, just in terms of, you know, back in the day when you guys were playing around, what band was the most fun to play along with, to be on the road with, or to just play gigs with? Well, I'd say The Damned, they were, they were lots of fun. And the band that we toured with most. Yeah, I know did that you, you guys... That? Yeah, you said The Damned, correct? Yeah. Yeah, because you guys did do a, t a full tour with them, right? Yeah, very very long one. Any particular stories or, you know, and I don't know, I mean, I'm asking you to, to think back 30 more than that years. But... Well, we all traveled together in a 12-seat minibar, mm -hmm. and uh, I can remember early in the morning as we'd come back to London, um, Captain Sensible and Rat Scabies would screw up newspaper and shaving foam and throw it at people <laughs> that were waiting to go to work. Ah! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and there was one hideous night at, when you know everyone used to spit in those days. Mm. And uh, one night, Lancaster University, it was worse we'd ever had. And it seemed to come in waves. And we looked round at one point, and there were Captain and Rat with a, a banner saying, God, now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's while you were on stage? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I get that. Very good. Uh, I'm sure that they're... Uh... They're quite a, quite a bit of fun to, to travel with. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There's a question here from a listener who wants to know if you still do animal liberation work. Oh, yeah, I'm still in, into animal rights. I've just got a couple of pieces in the Newcastle show. Um, one's called Animal Revenge, and it's got animals that represent the different, you know, the fur trade, factory farming and so on. Mm. And uh, the other one's uh, an, an anti-fur one with sort of flayed rabbits and and things uh, that was fur equal murder it's called well do you want to um introduce what the next song is yeah it should be into the godless chambers by primitive graven image yes indeed what would you like to uh to say about this oh they well they're uh, most of the bands are from norway but they're at, these are actually from britain and uh mm. they're, they're their younger band their album is really good their last one and you know i've been to some really good gigs of theirs so oh cool they do they can't, you know, qualify for the <laughs> getting played do they play live a lot uh well fairly regularly yeah mm -hmm. yeah they're playing on the 27th of august in um at the uh Hobgoblin in Camden, so I'll be up there. I see. There you go. Now people have your whereabouts. And, uh, oh, somebody has posted a link of pictures from your opening. Okay. Um, so I'm going to see if I can maybe put that up there. We will go to listen to Primitive Graven Image. We will be back. You're listening to WFMU. My special guest is Gay Advert. Moving right along. We'll be back in a little bit.
Okay, are you there? Hello? Hello? Hi. <laughs> All right. It doesn't normally end like that. <laughs> oh, you mean my little music there? Yeah, I wonder what that was. Yeah, no, that's my that's my sort of talk over stuff. And, ah. I, and I turn it down while we're talking, but I usually use it as a little bit of a background. Ah. Um, and uh, so, okay, so two awesome songs that was from immortal what would you like to say about immortal and the uh, the track mount north well this immortal are great fun i saw them at easter in oslo and it was just really really good fun you know smoke crab walking the lot and just the whole audience was grinning great <laughs> was that the inferno fest yeah who else played that festival urgehel did who i've got mm. on later because mm -hmm. those were the two high points definitely this year wow in completely different ways, you know, this immortal hamming it up and Urgahal looking terribly, terribly serious. <laughs> <laughs> that is, the, that is the, the, the bit about black metal that I always, you know, and I, I, I mean, I love black metal so much and I just, I can't help but laugh. There's, there's, not, there's not much that really scares me, you know. Are, no, do any black metal bands actually frighten you? No. Good. <laughs> I'm the one sort of like, you know, right at the front, <laughs> hanging off the monitor. So, you know, I've avoided being burnt or pronged or because <laughs> they right. got some of them got pretty long spikes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, oh, don't you just love that, the theatrics? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume so you go to shows a lot. So people know you in the in the black metal scene. Um, do they know your your pedigree? Your, uh... Oh, I guess some of them do, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I... The ones I've got to know, you know. Is there any kind of opinion about the punk world, especially, you know, I mean, you came from really like the, the first wave of punk. Is there anything that the, the black metal people say as a community? Not really. People have different views. I mean, there's some young fans there that say, oh, punk's rubbish. Mm. Uh, some people I know there that, you know, say it's a good thing. So, And a lot of people say, you know, it wouldn't be any black metal without punk, so... It's just depends who you listen to. And uh, so somebody has put a link up on the uh, on the playlist to a really great Facebook page, um, but it's photos from your opening. Mm -hmm. And uh, and there's a couple of really great great photos of some some of your work. And it looks like it's sort of some of it is sort of collage, and then it looks like it's maybe heavily lacquered or something on top of that. Yeah, the um, the two-dimensional ones uh, with the, just f uh, photos I've taken and collaged on and, and other pictures um, I, I cover with resin so mm -hmm. just liquid resin and you know and dry it takes about 24 hours to dry but it really does look give it a depth that you couldn't get with glass or anything oh yeah, yeah. and uh, and you have another show coming up um, yeah in signal November. gallery and that is in London yeah it's in uh, it's in East London and it's a follow up to an exhibition. I they asked me to curate one there last year and it was really successful. So they've asked me to do another one and now they've moved to a bigger space. Oh great! It's be a much bigger show. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, I've got about twenty five people in it already. Oh, very cool. And I know it's a it's sort of a music oriented show. Yeah, it, the first one was called Beyond Punk and it was the idea was people who used to be in punk bands that now do art and this one i think this one's going to be called punk and beyond because it's gone even further away and in, in some ways but still managing to find people that fit the criteria can you yeah, imagine good. That, can... that one's going to be um and uh, and who's going to be involved in that who has who has work in that in that show already uh we've got more american people in it this time i've got robert pollard from guided by voices um Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth, Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo, uh, Grant Hart from Husker Du. Oh, wow. 
and uh, British ones like Billy Childish. I mean, he's mostly known as an artist, but he was in a punk band. Mm. Um, who else? Uh, got Penny Rambo and Eve Libertine from Crass. Oh wow! Paul Simonon from the the Clash. Uh, Savage Pencil, he was got the cult, um, he was in a, a punk band as well, but he's also a cult artist. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, just, oh, it goes on and on. <laughs> Best okay. to put it up, otherwise I'll take the whole program up. <laughs> and, I, and I looked at the, uh, the, the Signal Gallery website, and they don't have anything listed yet because it's upcoming in November. Yeah, um, yeah. It just says it in the forthcoming thing that it, that it's coming up, but no details yet. Right, right. But there will be because we're we're planning all sorts of things. Like for the each Saturday that the show's on, we have to have live music by people that are taking part in it. Oh, really? Yeah, and of course the opening on the third of November will be quite a big thing, uh, opening party and an after show at the bar next door. So you can imagine that will be rammed again. I would I would say that for now, folks, you should you should mark your calendars already. I mean, just just with the <laughs> names of people that are that are there, that are involved in it, it sounds like it'd be super. Yeah, everyone's welcome. <laughs> yeah, very very cool. So that's the Signal Gallery in East London. You said. Yeah, it's Paul Street. Uh, it's near Old Street Tube, and uh, what is the address? Thirty two Paul Street, uh, London EC two A four LB. But if anyone wants to check out the gallery, it's uh, www.signalgallery.com. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Cool. Well, we've got comments, people who love Immortal and are actually really excited that you're playing a bunch of black metal. <laughs> and, you know, and that was one of the things. And when I asked Gay to do it, and she, she was just like, yeah, of course. Then I get to listen to, you know, this much, this much black metal today. And, and what are you doing today aside from this? And actually, uh, you know, and it's night time now over there, right? No, it's, uh, it's ooh, early evening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just been um, stuck on doing emails for hours <laughs> trying to sort out the art show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it is a lot of work. I mean, you've got a whole lot of people there. Yeah. So it, it is certainly difficult to, uh, to keep up and make sure, but I'm sure you're holding it all together. Would you like to introduce the, uh, the next song that we're going to go to? Oh, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is an, the other UK band, Eastern Front, and... Uh, it's the it, a track called Blood on Snow from their album Blood on Snow, which is out on Candlelight, and it's really amazing. I mean, I like them, but I was, even I was amazed at how good the album is. It's just, well, you'll have to listen. Mm, yeah, and this is one of the bands um, on your playlist that I didn't know. It's worth looking into. Yeah, very, very much so. So my guest is, is Gay Advert, and we are we are listening to primarily some black metal and uh, that she's programming, which is which is really awesome. And uh, thank you so much for appearing, and we'll be back in, uh, in just a little bit.
And we have returned. We have Gay Advert on the line. Is that right? Yep. Yes. Yes. Yes, you're still here. That's so fabulous yeah. that this that this thing is actually working. <laughs> and uh, so Gay is programming our music. And we just heard, let's see, uh, we just heard from Dark Throne with uh, In the Shadow of the Horns. What would you like to, uh, to say about that track? Well, like I said, I like their earlier stuff. Uh, best and and that's one of my favorites and also a high point of inferno last year was the band sarcom were playing and they did a cover version of that with oh. two guest singers from other black metal bands and it was just one of those moments where you just think it doesn't get any better than this <laughs> <laughs> so so it was kind of like a like an all-star an all-star jam if you were I yeah mean, i, I yeah. can't imagine that the word jam is even uttered in black metal circles but no. <laughs> just a you know a, a what's the collective known for a load of spikes <laughs> yeah, yeah right of spikes <laughs> right yeah <laughs> very good <laughs> and then uh, and before that you said eastern front is from britain also yeah they're from ipswich and uh so their their album is just so good you really should check the whole thing out and they they play fairly regularly i think they got one in Birmingham and in England Birmingham coming up uh, in a month or two hopefully I'll be back in London again soon yeah, and uh, speaking of London are you um, are you anywhere near where the rioting is going on or, and do you have a, a view or what's can you give us a little report on what's happening at, over there we weren't too near it on on the night it really happened Monday night we were traveling back from the rebellion festival in Blackpool and people started texting saying I hope you're okay down there and yeah we're West London and you know it was kind of kicking off further west than us and north and east so luckily it didn't join up wow yeah it just been completely crazy I mean it, it's sparked off by well you know the police being they shot some guy that I don't you know um I don't really know the, the story he was um some crime boss's son or something mm. and then I think they a policeman hit somebody when they, that was having a demo but then it just seemed like outbreaks were over Britain there's people um you know sort of shoplifting <laughs> much as that you know setting fire to stuff yeah. breaking into shops and Stealing clothes and TVs and stuff, and I don't know. It was. I mean, it almost kind of seemed like <laughs> it seemed like the whole thing was just really ready to happen, and it was just well, sort of yeah. like a straw. Yeah. It, you know, it was just really out of the blue like that. I I think a lot of it's um, you know, people got mobile phones now, so they just you know, mm. hey, everyone come and have a riot. And... Wow, the cell phone riot. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting, right? Yeah, the texting riot, like somebody posts up on on Twitter and then all of a sudden everybody just gathers. I've never thought of the power of, of Twitter or cell phones like that. That's uh, really, really interesting. Well, I'm glad that you guys are okay because I really didn't know the location and, you know, and all that. Let's see, we have somebody else. Oh, somebody wanted to know where you can buy some of your work. It, in the, uh, <laughs> I'm obviously really ready for this. Is that um, a no? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, I had, I had a load of pictures I don't have a website I have a load of pictures on MySpace and now I've got a few on my Facebook uh, people could Facebook me and I could send them some pictures if they don't get to a show I'm just gay black on Facebook mm -hmm. 
also the otherwise there's stuff in the current show and I have some stuff in the signal show very good question I should um, I should get that together a bit better <laughs> but I will put more photos of stuff on um, on, on Facebook and then I found um, actually a listener found hipposcreenprinters.com and they have that evil squirrel yeah the new prints yeah, yeah. they're the great actually there. they're really sort of lovely paper and great quality so mm-hmm. uh, pleased about them they also made some wallpaper they've got this wallpaper that is, is sort of adhesive you just roll it down it sticks itself on oh, and wow. then if you don't want it anymore you can just peel it off and put it back on the the backing roll wow <laughs> we've got some in the show sort of going down the chimney press bit in the middle if you've got a photo of that and it's sort of um there's four turquoise coloured triangular ones and they're kind of symmetrical but all slightly different and they interlink and uh, they made wallpaper out of that. So very wow. impressive. Oh, there's, there's just so many things we can do nowadays. I'm, you know, I used to just cut things and glue them. I still do. <laughs> you know, it's, habits die hard. I mean, if I'm, if I'm DJing somewhere, yeah, I make like a regular cut and paste flyer because I don't have those programs on my computer and all that. It's, no, no. You know, I'm safer with a pair of scissors and Photoshop anyway. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> well, some people are not safer with a pair of scissors, that's for sure, you know. And then I wanted to, to ask you, were there any particular adverts moments that now you can look back on and realize that they really impacted your life? Well, I mean, there were moments that, that really stand out, like touring with Iggy Pop and, that, you know, when he was my hero and everything. That was it was great. Um, I can't say things like being on top of the pops made much of an impression on me. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> it was a lifelong like desire to be on it. Yeah. Well, and how was that? I mean, was it, my guess is that it was sort of alienating or, or odd, if nothing else. I don't, I don't think we were really made to feel welcome. The DJ introduced us with a horrified sneer on his face. And <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? You're, you are punk's first female icon. How dare he? Oh, my goodness. And, uh, I'm not on it much. I stood in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And are you, um, and, you know, and I, and I mentioned that phrase because it's, you know, it's written about you that you are punk's first female icon, and there's sort of no, you know, in terms of timeline that would that would stand a reason. Are you comfortable with hearing that, or how does that strike you? Oh, I just get so sick of it. <sighs> like being, you know, having attention drawn to the fact I was female because I just wanted to be in a band, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I, I seemed like a real novelty at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, and thank you from all the women who who were in bands after that because you Well, that's that's nice to know anyway. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. At the time I just hated being treated differently. I had thought that there was a controversy with I think it was maybe the Wooden Chord Wonders 7-inch um the one that featured your face. Yeah, yeah, we 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 that came as a bit of a surprise to us as the band, you know. Uh, I wasn't very happy, and the drummer certainly wasn't. So um, yeah. So is that what <laughs> so, happened? Like uh, the label just decided to do that? Yeah, mm. I mean it's a, it's a the iconic picture now, but um, you know at the time a bit, I was a bit horrified. So the second <laughs> single, Gary Gilmore, I I, re- I just had a picture of my bass on it, and I wasn't on it at all. Oh great! Oh, <laughs> dress the balance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that's and that's really great that you did, you know, that you were very intentional about everything that you did because of the position you were in. And, you know, obviously it wasn't something that you were prepared for. It just sort of happened. So you're like, so what? I'm a girl. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, you know, and there really are a lot of people who did start playing music because you did. You know, and I think that was that was an era where women and people who were really sort of not musicians chose to take music into their own hands. And we all thank you for that. Well, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not pleased about that. Whenever I meet anybody that says that, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we've all got people that inspire us to start, and uh, it's nice to think I was inspiration. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, speaking of which, my guest is Gay Advert from the Adverts, or Gay Black from the Adverts, and you can find her on uh, on Facebook. Facebook is Gay Black if you're inquiring about her artwork. We are WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, and uh, she's programmed some music for us and is kind enough to... Uh, <laughs> to indulge me with some uh, some adverts questions also because you know I just I can't not ask um, and uh, what did you want to play next uh, what have you got up next uh, uh, Ragnarok yeah yep we can go for that um, if you want to talk about that for a second oh this is a band I saw for the first time in London last year when they came and played the music's relatively um, tuneful uh, I'm not describing it very well but uh, you, it's something you can really get into anyway and um, the, the singer's got another band um, Svartjern that played at Inferno last year as well oh, What are they called? S-V-A-R-T-T-J-E-R-N hmm. they, they played there so I, you know, I've had a sort of double of them but they were great and this track uh, Collectors of the King, it's the title track of the album again and uh, I mean, the whole album's got really good stuff on it but this one in particular, I think, uh, usually has me humming along afterwards. Ah, well, we'll get uh, our listeners humming along as well. And we'll be back with Gay Advert. We've got a couple more songs and we've got some Ragnarok next. Stay tuned. Are you there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, oh. So oh. my uh, my guest is Gay Advert, and she is programming the music. And uh, what, what what were we just hearing? What would you like to say about that? Uh, Gorgoroth? That was Gorgoroth with uh, carving a giant uh, that off the album Ad, Ad Majorum Satanus Glorium. It was just reminding me of the first time I saw them at the Scala in London, and. They just blew me away. Amazing, and the, the the smell of the stuff that you know the flames come out of that naphtha and that, and uh, just the the sheer power of it was just. I went with about eight people, and everyone was just talking about it for weeks afterwards. Wow, we've got a, we've got a Gorgoroth of sorts playing in um, in London in the autumn, but of course it'd be completely different because it's now Infernus's Gorgoroth and not Gulls. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
see how they shape up. And how do you how do you follow that split, that little soap opera between? Uh, oh well, it was because uh, I, I have not seen Infernus yet because they just split before this this gig, the first gig I saw. So um, yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see them all together, but it's the nature of that band. I think that they it's a bit tempestuous. I don't think the new singer is going to be as well. It's an old singer, isn't it? But mm. I, I think Gar was a, was a hard act to follow, yeah. even if it is somebody that came before him. <laughs> and he's doing acting now, isn't he? He did that, yeah, that that uh, acting thing in uh, in in Norway. And I think he's he lives half the time in Spain now. He's kind of retired from black metal. He's just doing um, Wardruna, almost like folk, isn't it? Sort of sort of Nordic roots, sort of. Oh yeah, that uh, that sort of face paintery. Uh friendly stuff I don't know how to categorize it yeah yeah that I try to embrace but haven't haven't entirely some of them I like a little you no know, it's, it's a bit sort of chanty for me but um you know I, I do admire the man anyway and uh, and then of course before that we heard from uh, Ragnarok. oh Ragnarok right 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 and, and we already <laughs> spoke about Ragnarok very good yeah. I found that email that has the the list of the artists that are going to be in the signal gallery show yeah that uh, yeah. that gay is is curating and will will have some pieces in and it's um, in November at Signal Gallery, 32 Paul Street in uh, London. And the featured artists include Ben Broughton, Billy Childish, Christian Paris. Is Christian Paris new in Wire? No, he was the original. And then he then he used to run the Alice in Wonderland Club uh, after after that oh. in the 80s. Yeah, he's quite psychedelic. He's been doing drawings of you know the 27 Club, all the people that died when they were 27. He's done Janis Joplin, oh. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, he's just working on Kurt, Kurt Cobain now. Will he uh, have an yeah. Amy Winehouse ready? Yes, indeed. There's <laughs> that... too many of them, unfortunately. Right. Brian Jones, he's done. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Dick from the Subhumans. Yeah. Um, Eve and Penny from Crass, which you had mentioned already. Um, you're going to have some work on there. Grant Hart, who's could do. <laughs> uh, Joe Head from the Swell Maps. Marco yeah. Peroni, um, what kind of work does Marco do? Well, it's it's actually an old one because he was at art school. He's he's got a painting of himself in a mohair jumper. Oh, which is, uh, <laughs> very quite nice. appropriate. Very he nice. doesn't actually do anything anymore, but um, and then we've got Thurston Moore, Savage Pencil, Robin Hitchcock, uh, Robert Pollard, Ray. Is it Ray Gange? Gang. Ray Ray Gange, yeah, he oh, was right. he was a Clash DJ and he was also starred in the the Clash film Rude Boy. Was was he the the guy that was being followed around? Uh, yeah. Person? Oh, okay. Hmm. And then uh, Paul Simonon and uh, Mark Mothersbaugh and and Mark is a huge he he shows all over the place. He really has quite a body of work. Yeah, it's, it's great stuff. Those um, those weird sort of symmetrical images. Uh, um, he's not really known over here, as far as I know. I mean, you know, most people say, does he do art? So it'd be nice to bring some of it over here. You know? Yeah, a lot of it's really very whimsical. Would obviously come out of the brain of Mark Mothersbaugh. Yeah, you know, yeah, it but slightly weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slightly weirder, if, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, and then uh, and you have your... Uh, your own show is up now at the La Fiesta Gallery in Newcastle. Yeah. Of course, that, that, what, what we've listed is only about... Well, there's almost that many people again taking part. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. We haven't quite got, you know, I've just about nailed it down now and sort of 
to, to put a cap on it oh, <laughs> so we great. can get the flyers done. Yeah. And we've got the three photographers as well, like my three favourite photographers from back in the day, yeah. um, Jill Fermanovsky, Ian Dixon and Ray Stevenson. And uh, Ray, Ray's got a nice photo of um, polystyrene, so I'm going to have a little polystyrene tribute oh, part great. of it. Yeah. And a couple, couple of people that were in the last show, like Knox and um, Charlie Harper, mm. Chris, uh, I've asked them to do a little painting of Polly to go in it. Oh, great. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Ian Dixon's putting in a nice picture of um, Polly as well. Because mm -hmm. he's got photos from back in the day because they were the main punk photographers from the, you know, 77 man then. Well, obviously, ever since as well, they're photographers, but, um, you know, they they captured most of the iconic images back in those days. Yeah, so that'll be great. Yeah, so there is going to be a polystyrene tribute section. Yeah. So that show starts in November. And then yeah. uh, anybody, anybody who's in the neighborhood who wants to go to Newcastle and check out your work now, and you said that this one's extended until October, correct? She's Closed on Mondays. She has that all together. Yeah, that is a month. I guess that's like a universal world thing. Most art establishments just aren't open on Mondays. Mondays. Almost, no. Almost no. anywhere. Uh, same as fish and chip shops. <laughs> Really? Well, that was always the way. Yeah, I don't know if it still is. Wow, that's well, that's new to me. You know, and, and, and there's less fish and chip chip shops here for sure. It probably doesn't apply over here anymore. So, um, I want to thank you very much for appearing on the program, and uh, my pleasure. Great fun, and to get to uh, to chat with you a little bit, and for being so kind to the listeners, answering their their questions and their requests, and a, cu a couple of them really did a, a bunch of sort of homework and and kept on putting up the links you know to where uh where, where you can get the um the evil bunny screen print and <laughs> yeah. and the uh and the photos from from your gallery opening so uh thanks yeah. to the listeners for being so helpful it's really a pleasure and it's and it's a great honor to have you on the air here just to to be able to talk a little bit about past and present you know what do you see for yourself in the future aside from this signal gallery i mean how are are you super super active in the art thing like what's your your main interest right now well I, I like making stuff and i guess uh you know i need to sell some sometimes to make space for more but uh, i'm not really proactive i tend to do just what people ask me to do so oh, okay. looks like a couple of things in the pipeline for germany um oh, next wow. year excellent well again thank you so much for joining us i mean the adverts are you know we're just one of those bands i mean especially when you look back and you look at the body of work i mean i you know, there's some there's some music that doesn't really hold up, and I wouldn't say that the, a, a lot of it from 77 does actually hold up. You know, a lot of the original stuff really does, but the adverts were just, to me, like they were really, you know, you guys were really the band that, that captured the spirit of the time. Yeah. You know, so it's um it's it's just so great to have you on the air here, you know, to to be able to to share a little bit of you with the FMU listeners and for you to join us. So thank you very much. Well, it was a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, <laughs> and then so what's the uh, the last thing that we're going to go out with? Uh, that is Urghal, as I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's U R G. Oh, well, I was going to ask you. Yeah, I was going to ask you because I'm like, oh, good, she's playing this. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I think they say Urghal. <laughs> in in Norway, but uh, anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and this is another band. They they closed the Inferno Festival um, the last night. They headlined on the smaller stage, and that was absolutely magic as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Goatcraft torment this track. You know, I think they started with that, and we were just we've been standing up at the barriers for half an hour. Going, yes, yeah, <laughs> was, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, I wish I wish you could see my film of it. <laughs> 
so I was oh. filming away. Like, oh, oh, really? Wow. And I just, you know, this is another one of these black metal things. I mean, the name of the song is Goatcraft Torment. Like, it just cracks <laughs> me up. I'm sorry. It's, you know. Ridiculous, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the things. But, and, and so, and, and I can hear that you don't take offense, like, just in terms of, like, they, you know, they talk about or they do. Have you ever um, seen a band that does any kind of animal type sacrificing or anything like that? Or, Ooh, or, on or, stage, but then, you know, I, I, the, the sort of rumors about watering, they're a bit off putting, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've been to those shows. They're, they're really smelly. Um, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Yes. Yeah. I had a rotting crow right by me last time. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I, I, I'm torn with them. I'm, you know, I don't really want to support them, so you know, I won't buy the albums and mm. <laughs> try and get into the gigs free. But I still want to see them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but do you, but do you like them? Their music. Oh yeah, I like the music. Yeah, I like their music a lot. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I had the, uh, the opportunity to interview um, the the singer. Yeah, and it was kind of funny. I mean, you know, he is really dedicated to this sort of higher slash lower power. Um, mm. And and that's just part of who he is, and I and I sort of get from him that it's not even for the drama, that it's just he really feels that that's what he has to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, when I saw them, I uh, th when they toured over here, the second time, or I think oh, the second time I saw them, um, they were touring with Withered and Book of Black Earth, and I was interviewing Book of Black Earth, and in order to get to where I was going to go interview them I had to walk over the stage after the show and I actually literally had to stay out of the room during their performance because it was just it was gag inducing like it was really yeah. I mean it was the last day of the tour so they've been traveling around with this rotting meat and stuff you know for 30 days and you know one of the the guys in Book of Black Earth told me he said oh yeah I had just eaten a bunch of macaroni and I walked past their tour bus and I just and it the wind just hit me wrong and right there he just bleh, like all over the ground he's like great lovely great fun touring with Watain you know but there's this there's still this this whole like kind of comic black metal thing but you know and I and I and I walked over the stage and really saw like some of the stuff that was set up and I was Rrr. You know, and, and mm. to me, it looked like it could have all been roadkill, you mm. know, and I don't know how much sacrificing they do. And I and that's one of those things. No, like, I think roadkill's yeah. fine. I think, yeah. I think that, you know, there was that rumor about them trying to find live animals when they run out of blood or something. And at some right. point. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I sent a message and said, if that's true, you know, you're pathetic, use your own blood. And they they sent me a message back saying, well, at least you bought the album. We've been able to afford sharper knives. The old ones were getting blunt. <laughs> awesome <laughs> oh my goodness that's hilarious uh, I mean my view is anything that's already dead you know um, yeah you know I, I, I use bones that I collect off the shores of the Thames in my work you know and um old skulls you think well they came from an old slaughterhouse and like you know I almost feel like I'm sort of commemorating them right. by reusing them as like making them into vases and things it's you know yeah I mean, it's kind sure. of a way of honoring them somehow right yeah I mean use all of the animal yeah I yeah I totally get that that's just so funny <laughs> that's great so they have a yeah that oh that's good that, that that's really that that's great to hear of that interaction <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and uh, some of the listeners have posted and and the, their comments are thank you for the black metal education, and they never thought that they never thought that they would get it from you, you know. So who knew? So uh, so once again, uh, Gay Black, my guest, and we're going into our last song. And uh, thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk soon.
All right. Nice to speak to you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. And this is uh, Erg Hall with Goatcraft Torment. This is Satanic Black Metal!
And that wraps it up for today's podcast. Thank you to Lita Martinez for editing the podcast and to Liz Berg for all the other background work. We are WFMU.